All right. Yeah, let's hop into it. Yeah. Kofi and I are 23 and 21 respectively. And looking back, we feel the most transformative period of our lives happened when we were 12 and applied to boarding school. The one we went to, Phillips Exeter Academy, is about as old as America itself and is a high school located in New Hampshire. Students live on campus, receive a rigorous education with an eye towards interest into top colleges. Exeter and a few other boarding schools offer pretty generous financial aid packages, which allowed middle-class kids like Kofi and me to attend. Kofi and I spent some time talking about our experiences and realized for all the opportunities that Exeter opened up for us, the very process of applying left a lasting impression. It forced us to consider ourselves and our relationships with others. We no longer were going along the same path as all of our friends, and our relationships with our families would change forever. Yeah, so if there is a such thing as a 13-year-old that's, you know, prepared for boarding school, I don't think it was me. Yeah, at 13, I think I was really stressed about, like, video games, Call of Duty, mm. um, making sure that my hairline looked good for school, <laughs> that I had the right sneakers. Um, and, you know, I think really I see boarding school as the thing that bridged my middle school self with sort of really, really future aspirations. And and to be more specific, you know, my parents really wanted me to be a neurosurgeon. So I really wanted to be a neurosurgeon. And I think for most of my life, that was just sort of like a thing I would tell my friends and they would kind of roll their eyes. But um with boarding school, I think that was the first one of the first steps I made where I was thinking, okay, so this is something I can do right now that might position me for a future that I like keep on talking about. You know, before mm. it was just honors math classes that I took, but it felt mm. that this big leap by going to boarding school was just such a pronounced change of my life for my future in a sense. Mm -hmm. So wait, let me ask you this. Do you feel like going through the application process for boarding school was the first time you were really like reflective about what might be your future, your next future steps? Definitely. I think, as I said, I think a lot of myself in the, in middle school was super focused on the present and mm -hmm. really just focused on friendships, wanting mm -hmm. um, a girl's attention, kind of <laughs> like making jokes and yeah. yeah i think boarding school was a was a moment where you know in applying as much as i was thinking about you know w being at the boarding school having a good time at the boarding school and all these other things what really strikes me is just that reflection of the future and, and the sense of like mm. this is going to set me up well for a lifetime and and, and concepts mm. like that had just really never been in my vocabulary until boarding school mm. um I, i'm curious mm. kind of like for for you what was what was your experience like yeah i think when you bring up the point about finally for the first time in your life thinking about more long-term goals like not necessarily where, where, where am i going to be in the next year but you know where might i be in the next five years or the next six years i guess right around 
right around the time when we were applying to boarding schools in like eighth grade. I guess that's really when college starts to sort of loom over you and it's just like constantly it's constantly in the back of your mind. So I think, yeah, boarding school definitely was one of the first times when I like started to have that sort of reflection of thinking more about longer term goals. But at the same time, I think what really drew me to it to apply and what really got me excited about it was just that it seemed like a really fun time. It seemed like it would be, yeah, the idea of just living with friends, being in a dorm, being able to be on sports teams, going to the dining hall after classes and after after practice just seemed like a lot of fun. And I think I was less focused on that long-term reflection and more, it was more just like, yeah, this honestly just seems more fun than just staying at home and going to my local public school. Yeah, I mean, I think when it comes to um, boarding school and fun, what really comes to my mind is this uh, YouTube video, um, Andover Levin, uh, you know, mm-hmm. and a pure school to Exeters. And, and pretty much, I think it was in the year 2011, it was just like a, a group of Andover seniors just put this video up that was about, you know, all the love at Andover. And they're like <laughs> humping the air, humping trees, really making a fool of themselves, like um, yeah. pouring buckets of water on themselves. And yeah. I remember watching that in like eighth grade and really just thinking, wow, crazy to be at such a like prestigious elite institution, yeah. but still like making a fool of yourself like kind of seeing sections of who I am now and sort of the things I find funny now in these high school seniors and and really thinking like it would be great to to both go on this journey of becoming some greater future self but also still hold on to who I am right now in the moment um yeah yeah I'm interested if there was uh kind of like what else for you was there and kind of implying to boarding school was it was it like no serious seriousness at all yeah, yeah. So I honestly was pretty lucky because the summer before applying to boarding school, so the summer after seventh grade, I had done a three-week sort of um, summer intensive STEM program at Seattle University, and that was actually my first time like living away from home, having to you know cook for myself, having to do all of these things, and I loved that experience. I loved the independence. I loved being able to set things on my own time being able to hang out with friends on my own schedule and just really uh, just having more intentional, um, intentionality and agency and how I spent my time. I just really, really enjoyed that. And so I think in addition to how much fun boarding school seemed, a huge part of what drew me towards it was also just knowing that I'd have a better opportunity to be just more independent than I have been at home. Um, yeah, just really like live the way I wanted to, hang out with my friends the way I wanted to, do all of that. You're you're trying to be an adult at thirteen. <laughs> yeah, I guess I guess that's one way to put it. <laughs> um. So, I mean, you mentioned earlier, you know, in prior conversations, you know, you talked a lot about, you know, your parents' sort of like immigrant values all wrapped up in like the boarding school experience and hmm. i'd be great if you could like touch on some of those right now yeah so i guess like there's no really hiding it that when you're applying <laughs> to these schools there is you know you know that they're elite you know that they have like that, that like air about them that's like very like 
Yeah, so slightly pretentious. You know, it just feels very like you know you're going to like an elite institution. Um, and I think part of that also, you know, part of that was also quite attractive. Knowing that I also wasn't the only one in my friend group that was applying to these schools, it was almost like a little bit of competitiveness. Um, but yeah, definitely knowing that I'd be going to, you know, the Harvard of high schools, it was definitely something else that I think, I think attracted me. What about for you? Yeah, I think bringing up the elitism and in the boarding school application process is important. In, in that I think it kind of grounds me out of the experience, such as, you know, mm. so much of the um, time when I spent was focused on like myself. I, I kind of saw it as so, so personal, but mm. you know, I guess when I think about elitism, I, I recollect and think that I myself wasn't necessarily yet so caught up in ideas of prestige and stuff but i i definitely think mm. my parents you know definitely saw a lot more and saw a lot more in what would it mean to send me to boarding school than i did and it kind of mm. reminds me that you know in addition to myself thinking of all the things i was going through there was also my my mom and dad who were sending me to boarding school and like kind of hoping that i would perhaps achieve these like symbols of success that mm, even mm. at the time I myself wasn't even aware of. Yeah, yeah. That's a great point. And it really ties into honestly just immigrant values. And when you have specifically West African parents that come to the US, they want you to achieve as many of these you know, academic accolades as possible. Um and, you know, we're sort of honestly, yeah, we're sort of just like raised with that mentality and raised that these are the, you know, this is sort of how you measure success um, as, um, as, yeah, as a, cho as a child of, of, of immigrants. And you sort of are kind of chasing after them from almost like the moment you start school, you know, and it's always sort of looming over you that, yeah, these are the things I need to do in order to prove myself, in order to prove myself as successful. And I think you're right that boarding school was just like another, you know, it was another example of like an accolade that could be attained. And even if it wasn't just, you know, for yourself, it was also something that meant a lot for your parents sending you to these places. It's it's just such a crazy thing to think about because I think it kind of shatters sort of the like narratives that, you know, we're constantly telling ourselves. You know, I, I remember when I was applying to boarding school, I really saw myself as following the hero's journey that I like mm. saw in the animes that I loved. You know, we always mm. talk about like, mm. like Naruto, Yuffie and, and One Piece, you know, they're all at some point just like leaving home, going mm. on like massive adventures, all this stuff, and then coming back and being honestly just really powerful. And and mm. I think in rationalizing this idea of leaving home, I myself would always just see those protagonists and, and really see my experience as part of that story of like me being a precocious kid and then being sent away somewhere with the hopes of returning just like enlightened and all this stuff. And um, <laughs> I think it's just funny that that was like going on in my head. Meanwhile, I guess my parents are also like, yeah, sure. <laughs> um, yeah. You do what you want, but also like um, this is really for like, 
something we see in, in terms of like yeah. you becoming really successful. And yeah. maybe the final thing I'll say is, you know, when I think about how impressionable you are at that age and making such big decisions, I think it's easy to see how sort of the more serious sides of boarding school can be capt- are captured by that, um, by our mm-hmm. parents. But something I'm curious about too is like the fun and like sort of those joys that we were experience- talking about wanting to experience the lightheartedness and like the independence we see in boarding school. Sometimes mm-hmm. I'm curious too about, you know, what sections of the- that narrative weren't really coming from us, yeah. but were like also things that maybe friends, like images on TV, had us believe mm. we're going to be like what we would achieve. But it was, yeah, you know, when you're 13, what's really coming from within <laughs> is really what yeah, I'm yeah, no, Absolutely, absolutely. I'm thinking, I'm honestly, I'm like thinking about it now. And like, I think just think about like, continue with the conversation that we're having about, you know, sort of what our parents wanted for us going to boarding school versus, you know, maybe like what we were hoping to get out of that experience. I think it also really touches upon how much it's sort of like everyone wants for their children to have, you know, a better life than they have, right? Like you want your children to yeah. to be as successful, more successful than, than you sort of are. Yeah. And oftentimes, like, I think it's very easy to get, it's very easy to want your children to live maybe a life that you that you couldn't have or live a life that maybe that you weren't able to achieve and i think that really like shines through with the academic aspirations that honestly yeah that my parents sort of had with me going to boarding schools that they never really had the opportunity to break into these like really elite institutions and to break into a place like yeah to break into a place like exeter to to you know have those opportunities afforded to them that they knew and heard about when, you know, they came to the States and, and saw for themselves um, the, the disparity in, in sort of education and accessibility. So I would say, yeah, honestly, like, I think a lot of my enjoyment in going into boarding school was also just knowing that, you know, this is something that my parents, that my parents want for me, but I'm like going, the, the reason why I'm going isn't just because my parents want me to go that sort of makes sense it's like you know this thing about boarding school being an opportunity for me to have a lot of independence boarding school you know being a lot of fun being able to join the soccer team and being able to just meet people from all over it's like the same sort of overarching goal that i share with my parents but you know the sort of motivation it felt like a lot of that was coming from me nice it seems it seems like you kind of were aware of the sacrifice and sort of the love that your parents were making in sort of investing mm. in you so much in that way. Is, is, would you say mm. that? Mm. Yeah, no, absolutely, absolutely, absolutely. I think that that's like, yeah, it was as much of, of a driving factor um, as my own like internal motivations as well. No, yeah, I think mm. it's, it's good that you mentioned that. I think that for me, what, what when it really dawned on me how much my parents were doing in, in allowing me to go was actually mm-hmm. on the drives to boarding schools for the interviews where um, mm-hmm. I think, you know, maybe an hour in, an hour and a half up to Exeter just like really occurred to me like, wow, I'm going to be really far from home <laughs> if mm-hmm. this all works out. And, you know, my dad who's driving me is a person who I saw you know, more or less every day, <laughs> could tell me yeah. things every day. He's about to like radically change our relationship 
for the hope that I achieve something or attain something better that he never really got mm. the chance to. And I think that, you know, as another, as another thing that, that sh- shifted my, my view viewpoint of this as like something that was super on one hand personal and, and eternal strife that I was going through to like, wow, this is really, I think that's going to change the people that I, the relationship with the people I love the most and, mm. and realizing mm. that, yeah, boarding school wasn't necessarily just going to be this like hero's journey, but it was really about yeah. sort of the community I was a part of. And I think that it was really that drive, that one drive I'm talking about that it, it that kind of brought about this other another shift in my thinking but kind of more toward what you're talking about of like just seeing the love that your parents have for you Mm. and uh, yeah i think that's also like a really great point to just bring up because it's i think it's like so rare that at that age of 12 years old you're really like starting to think about the trade-offs between you know these decisions that you're making you know you're sort of starting to realize that hey like yeah this is a great opportunity but you know, there are things that I'm going to miss. There are things that I'm going to, you know, long for. And there are things that, as a result of this decision, are, are yeah, that are going to be sacrificed. Um, like maybe your relationship with parents, relationship with, with siblings. So, yeah, just like, I think just being reflective and sort of understanding that this whole process really forced us to just, you know, sort of mature a little bit, you know, become a little bit more, more reflective and really think about, you know, what might come in these in the, in the next few years. Yeah, no, I, I think that's honestly a perfect <laughs> summary of it all. Where I, I really like the words like, yeah, trade off. You know, um, you you're not necessarily getting all of this. It's not Disneyland that you're about to go to. It's it's yeah, exactly. something very different. There could be like huge risks that you're taking, and and yeah, I guess ultimately it's just a part of growing up. Boarding boarding school just sort of forced us to come to terms with things, and yeah. And yeah. 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 Okay. Awesome. Cool. Thank you so much for listening. Hope you got a thing or two out of our conversation and stay tuned for more episodes.